Welcome to the one in the post-truth apocalypse. I'm Ben, as always, and I'm here with Mike. Hello, Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. This week we discuss the Todd Morden UFO mystery or UFO murder question mark. Yeah, only three three years before I was born, this one. Yeah, 1980. Yeah. In Yorkshire in the UK. So excuse me a moment. Bastard. Yeah. Hey, Bayek. Yorkshire. What a gorgeous place. Yeah. That might get us kicked off YouTube because I'm fast. Did that at 23 seconds as opposed to 30. I should have waited for us for. Fuck them. <laughs> you said, that, to, you said that on 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> let's move to Rumble. We've got, the, we've got the 30 second intro, we're all right. Ah, fantastic. Right, let's thank some new returning listeners and then we'll crack on with the meat and bones of it. I just want to say you can follow us on Facebook at Cut to the Ball in the Post Truth Apocalypse, YouTube Apocalypse Ball, and Spotify and SoundCloud at Cutting for the Ball in the PTA and as most other podcasting platforms as well. Let's thank some new returning listeners. Thanks. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to all one of you. No, seriously. Cheers. There's more than that. I'll read a selection of There's the places. Four. Say that one beginning with R. <laughs> he was, you know he was going to just skip past that one. <laughs> you mean Rawalapindi? Yeah. In Pakistan. Okay. Rawalapindi. Well, close enough. British. Welcome. What's it, their name? Who knows? Rotterdam in, Amst- in, in Holland. Rotterdam in Amsterdam. <laughs> I, so I see that flag. I just you think lost the Dutch. <laughs> I see the Dutch flag and I just think Amsterdam. <laughs> Winterville in the US. Livingston in the UK. Lomé. I don't know what flag that is. Where? Lomé. Lomé. Oh. Interesting one. Go on then. No. It's Togo. Capital of Togo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big in Togo. Jersey City and Greenville in the in the US, Frankfurt and Main Germany, El Aido in, in Spain, Manchester in the UK, Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam, wow. Brussels in Belgium, Walnut Creek in the US, Guadalajara, Spain, Ashburn in Virginia in America, and Stevenage in the UK. Welcome back, Stevenage. You top. Three. Thank you. Before we start though. I do think we need to start off with an R.I.P. Oh, R.I.P. due to Sir Michael Gambon. Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. Legend of an actor. Yeah, R.I.P. 82, good innings. Shame he didn't die in a nice way, really, did he? Didn't he? Pneumonia. He about a pneumonia and finished him off, bless him. Uh, That's what finishes most people, old people off. Yeah, Yeah, I know, yeah. It's not nice, is it? It's just really nasty fucking cold that gets on your chest and... Fucks you up and shuts down your organs. Yeah, you just drown. It's not oh, great. Well, yeah, so RIP <laughs> to Sir. I, my favourite role with him is Layer Cake. I think he's fucking brilliant in Layer Cake as the legitimate businessman. <laughs> See, I just, Dumbledore for me. He's brilliant as Dumbledore. Oh, he was quite good at doing the gritty stuff. He was, he he was, was a singing, great actor. The singing detective, wasn't he, for a long, long time? Yeah, you get typecast into that a little bit. Anyway, let's crack on. Let's go to Yorkshire. Todd Morden, Yorkshire. On the 6th of June, 1980, 56-year-old coal miner Zygmunt Adamski left his home in Tingley, West Yorkshire, to do some shopping. He never returned. On the 9th of June, his body was found on top of a 10-foot-high pile of coal in the town of Todd Morden, 20 miles away from his house. Hmm. That's a long shopping trip. So he wasn't meant to go to Todd Morden? Well, he just got out shopping. He's found 20 miles away on top of a coal pile. Because this is the 80s and Yorkshire's presumably still has some working mines. Mm. Or still uses coal. 
probably still using coal in Yorkshire. Early eighties, of course, they were. Mm-hmm. We, I was when I was. We were when we were kids. Stuck the coal van that used to come round. Never had a coal fire. Didn't you? Nope. Never had a coal fire. No, yeah. I've never had one. No. Well, there are people that still do. They are. But yeah, there's still the coal. Yeah, there, there is still a coal yeah, wagon yeah, yeah. now. Very, yeah. very, very rare. But yeah, there is one. Who works mm. delivering coal? So yeah, there'd be one that would come down your street two, three times a week and. If you needed coal, you just run out and... Oh, well, cheers. Here's a 50p I'd like one rock of coal, please. You just buy a sack, didn't you? Yeah, you buy, like, buy No, I'm like buying... I want, I want four rocks of coal this week, please, sir. Just a little bit coal. Brexit <laughs> Britain, I can't afford a bag. <laughs> Brexit Britain in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> that was something nowadays. Might as well have been, because it yeah. took that fucking long for us to get out anyway, didn't it? <laughs> to actually make up their minds and do it. Felt like 40 fucking years. Oh god, this was 40 years ago. <laughs> 1980 just seems like. Yesterday, didn't it? It really does. The 80s just it doesn't seem that long ago no. to me. Yeah. Well, same to investigate, local Bobby or policeman, Alan Godfrey, discovered that while Adamski was wearing a suit, his shirt, wallet, and watch are all missing. Adamski's hair had been cropped in what PC Godfrey described as a roughly cut manner. And he only had one day's growth of beard, despite being missing for several Can days. Can you tell that? What? Well, the growth of beard. I mean, surely it varies each person. Of course it does. But I suppose He's Polish, you Mike. Could, <laughs> but you could ask his... <laughs> have a beard by, by noon. You could ask whoever he lives with, like, how often does he shave? Oh, oh yeah, every day. Does he have stubble when he gets back from work? Oh, God, yeah, he scratches the shit out of my face. Okay, well, it just makes it sound as if he, he, he's, he's, this is, he's discovered this as soon as he's found his body. He's like, well, that's odd. Is it? He's only got one day's growth of hair on his bit on his face. Yeah. It's a bit odd. I don't know if you can judge that. No, it does seem an odd judgment, doesn't it? Mm. I guess so. You, know, you are right, he does come down to every man. I mean, it takes me, like, I haven't shaved for about three weeks now, <laughs> and I bet you guys can hardly notice. Yeah. That's about th- that's two days. Yeah. I was going to put you at weeks. two days. I was going to put you five to seven days, yeah. and then Mike at I'm not sure about three weeks. Three weeks, really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. going to give you a few months. Well, I don't. I shave to stubble, so I don't shave fully. Yeah. See, that's full queen razor shave two days ago. So, oh, this, yeah, it could be three weeks. I'm due a haircut. I haven't shaved since my last haircut. <laughs> I I envy that though because it. I haven't bought razor blades for fucking years because it costs so bastard much, especially when you have to shave every other day to make sure you do I've keep I've never had a clean. wet shave. Yeah. No. Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. Electric. Such mm-hmm. a lovely feeling. It's so much nicer yeah. having a wet shave than electric. When I did used to wet shave every day, or most days, just to uh, keep appearances, I used to prefer it, yeah, I must admit. Mm. I'll shave it down to stubble, with the clippers, if, I, with the, if, if you've I got a growth, yeah, and then I'll wet too. shave it usually. Yeah, well, it's fascinating this discussion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, listeners. sorry. We're just talking about shaving now. Yeah, yeah sorry. Next week's episode yeah, will be bollock trimming. I, I, I don't everyone. I think everyone's turned off by now, but we'll carry on. <laughs> the young policeman also noted that Adamski had mysterious burns on his neck, head, and shoulders. Knees and toes. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting fact there that. The coroner says, though, well, them are a bit weird. He'd be familiar with burn types, and if someone's sort of 
slept too close to an electric, fa- electric heater like we had in the 80s. Where did it say his birds were? His shoulders and his knees? Neck, head and shoulders. Neck, head and shoulders. So he's been walking about in some decent sun then without wearing a hat? I think he'd pick up on that if he was a coroner. What time of year is this? This is Yorkshire, remember? It's 1980. <laughs> doesn't matter what time he's of year He's still a coroner. And this is June. The sun doesn't shine. Mysterious burns. Mysterious burns. I think a coroner would know, it would be familiar with you if it was sunburn. The sun doesn't shine in Yorkshire. That's very true. The sun does not shine. I'm just putting it out there. Could have just been bad sunburn. It was June, actually. It was June, yeah. 6th of June. D Day. June 1980 was a particularly hot year. (laughs) Was it, (laughs) You weren't born! (laughs) <laughs> but I've heard about it there's been lots of talk about the summer of 1980 you weren't born you don't remember it I think it's actually the summer of 77 isn't it the summer of 69 Brian Adams 70, wasn't it 76 <laughs> uh, it might be 76 I think it was 70 it was, no the talked about summer is the summer of 76 That's when right. it was like really hot and they had bloody when you could fry an egg on the pan. Yeah, it was really hot, but yeah, it was really hot the for weeks and months, like kind of thing. Claire's so, rolling yeah. her eyes. Yeah, no, it wasn't. I, I want it. I want it. So the coroner, James Turnbull, confirmed some of the burns had been treated with a quote strange ointment that could not be identified by forensic scientists. Alien jizz. Godfrey later said that Adamski looked like he'd been frightened to death. <laughs> You think he was gang probed? I think he was gang. What? 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 Gang probed? No, no. What's the future armor? Snoo snoo. Snoo snoo. Death by snoo snoo. Death by snoo snoo. But maybe not nice, pretty Amazonian giant women. Shouldn't the burns were from some sort of friction? No, one on his head and neck. They were trying to shag the back of his head. Maybe that's how they do it in their world. One of them ones that like a cattle prod. Oh, yeah, you're saying yeah. That's true. I mean, that wouldn't have, that kind of kink play wouldn't have been around to a coroner in Yorkshire in the nineteen eighty, would it? No. Using well, little cattle prods. No, coroners. They're they're messed up kind of people. Yeah, but I doubt you could even buy them on the, in a sex shop in the UK at this point. No. I was speaking to reporters. PC Godfrey said, and I don't know. I've always wondered why PC Godfrey comes just comes to this conclusion. There's a possibility that Adamski had been abducted by aliens. I'm open-minded. He said, I can't rule it out. And he's saying that to reporters, mm. a member of the police force. Mm. And he's like, hmm. What evidence? Yeah, he's just like, wait, well, abducted by aliens. He's, he's going on by the beard growth, isn't he? He's, he come, and the strange burns of the mysterious ointment that mm. no one can identify. So how long identify. have been missing for? Several days. Six days, is it? I think six or seven days. And he's got one day's growth of beard. A funny his haircut. His hair's been a funny haircut. Strange burns on his head, neck and shoulders. Mysterious burns. And he looked shocked and like... He, he clearly had that like scared look on his face. Terrified, please. And... He's also missing uh... his shirt, his wallet and his watch. Although someone could have nicked them in yeah. the meantime. Definitely his wallet and his watch. So, and a, a strange haircut. And a mysterious ointment that no one can identify. Mm. He'd have to be a complete bastard to <laughs> shoot it off his back. Wouldn't you? <laughs> nice to get Yorkshire in there. Claire. I think that wasn't Yorkshire whatsoever. That was a lot more Gloucestershire. You bastard! <laughs> get more tracker. Oh, sorry, Mister Fucking Accent Nazi. <laughs> Damn right. Get it right, or you shall be shunned. <laughs>
The true cause of the Loftus colliery workers' death remains a mystery to this day. One wild theory that did the rounds at the time was that Adamski, who's a Polish immigrant, had been killed by the KGB. See, that could be plausible as well, because if there's unknown ointments on this bloke, who knows whether he was poisoned or not, and they shaved his head a bit, or what? Like, <laughs> that, that might have been a reaction from the KGB, poison. we burn your face and we apply cream. <laughs> you never know. It could have been some kind of test. I would suggest poison. that if it was mis- um, it's, they can't identify it forensically. It's not made of compounds we have on Earth, is it? Well, science officer Mike. If they can't identify it forensically through uh, some some kind of analysis of ingredients, then depends what they're looking for and what they've got in the database. And in 1980, yeah. the database was a lot slimmer and it was a lot fucking well, harder to. I bet they had reach. the periodic table on there. I bet they had a list of man-made compounds. There's a lot of man-made compounds, isn't there? Yeah, there is, but I bet, I bet there's a recipe for every single one of them. This, this, you was, this was Yorkshire Police. Then again, there's no internet at this point. Yeah, and no. Yorkshire Police, they're going to be swabbing this shit and sending it off to where? No, that's what I mean, this was Yorkshire Police. It's more than likely quite a small little Yorkshire town. So you might find it might be the local couple of local bobbies well, this is the they probably just sniffed it and gone oh I don't know what that is <laughs> some funky funky jeez it's, like, it's a coroner saying this he's a, he's a doctor he's a forensic pathologist isn't he yeah but he, well, he's, he's the most educated man in town <laughs> but 43 years ago he might it's a much different but time, there's no internet it? and there's no way I bet the equipment's not as good god yeah. nowhere near and you the know, equipment he may have had to his disposal yeah where he was situated CSI Yorkshire in 1980 uh-huh. probably isn't you know they're still driving around in Rover Rover 800 in Life on I, Mars I'm, I'm, I'm thinking yeah. across between Life on Mars and <laughs> Royston Vasey no 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 <laughs> Green Grass what's his name oh Heartbeat Heartbeat <laughs> well that was the Yorkshire Dales wasn't it it was Yorkshire that was since the 60s but I think the next theory is probably not plausible I knew you'd like the next theory. <laughs> when I found this, I was like, oh, yeah, Michael, love that. Another suggestion, he'd been struck by ball lightning, <laughs> which caused him to wander off confused and eventually die at the top of the coal heap. Could explain the beard, singe the hair. <laughs> they no? would have noticed some singes. You might have a point to that, actually. And because, the burns on the neck. Because hair continues to grow after death. Hair and fingernails yeah. grow after death. Conversation tails off, but hair and fingernails grow after death. So if he's got one day's worth of growth... That's when he got struck by the lightning, and it stayed one day's worth. But then he's missing seven days, so where the fuck's he gone? He went to go shopping. Well, you know, there's a lot of... Mind you, I suppose that... that In the wilds, isn't it? In the the forest, I don't know, he could have... Is one of the theories anything to do with Bigfoot? (laughs) No. Oh, I'm not happy (laughs) Another theory said that he was sexually assaulted by Bigfoot who stole his shirt, wallet and watch. That's the one. That's the one I believe. (laughs) That's what happened. You're saying the ointment is Bigfoot jizz? Definitely. It would be unknown. Yeah. That actually, I think actually we have come up with a plausible explanation for this. (laughs) Obviously it was the Bigfoot of Yorkshire. Jizzed all over him. Bastard the, fri- foot. the friction burn from the way this ten foot 
ape-like monster who's just grabbing hold of this little man by his shoulders and head and neck and, and face fucking him. <laughs> that that created all the friction that, burn that all does, over his head and his shoulders. That does explain the frightened look. And that would definitely explain <laughs> the frightened look. And the great gaping hole in his ass. Well, then they never. Fun, they never. The only missing piece of this puzzle is the gaping <laughs> asshole. Ah, right. Okay. <laughs> a man's died as well. Remember, <laughs> it's long enough that we can have a little joke about yeah, it. That's true. I mean, nine eleven is fair passed. game nowadays, isn't it? Who is nine eleven fair game? I yet? don't think so yet. Oh, I, I think it's comparable with the amount fair game. Of, the amount of people that died. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, but HIV's. You can make jokes with that now. South Park told me I can. <sighs> what about Steve Irwin? I think so, as long as it's like sort of well, crocodile related. Yeah, he was stung by a stingray. It was like give it like the day after he died. I remember when Michael Jackson <laughs> died. When, when when MJ died, I had like five text messages with jokes within ten minutes. <laughs> Nothing was off limits with no. Wacko yeah, Jack. Fair game, man, I'm telling you, it's comedy, isn't it? Yeah. It's how we it's green, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a good coping mechanism. To many people, though, there was only one explanation. Adamski, R.I.P., encountered alien beings on his way to the shops and it cost him his life. Only one explanation. It's, it makes sense to me. So five months after the grisly discovery of Adamski's body, Todd Morden, Yorkshire, once again found itself at the centre of media attention. And this time it was none other than P.C. Godfrey who was in the eye of the storm. Oh dear. Not a good place to be in the eye of the storm. You think you're safe. Oh, I'm just picturing Godfrey off Dad's arm, army. <laughs> and he's an absolute fool. And I'm just imagining this PC, this PC being an absolute fool. <laughs> well, he's only a young lad. I, I haven't got an age on him, but he's only young. He hasn't. He's one of those. You know, he's he's a new police. Maybe he's more like Pike then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Dad's army. Any foreign listeners? Look it up. Dad's army. Not if you're German. <laughs> ah, give it a go it's been long enough now you've got, it, yeah, you've got a sense of humour nowadays haven't you Germans no they still have a Benny Hill oh fair enough yeah don't bother then <laughs> and Scheiser movies <laughs> sorry Jim they're, they're laughing at the Scheiser movies <laughs> well they're doing something to them <laughs> sorry German listener <laughs> so sent out at five in the morning to deal with a call about escaped cattle on a housing estate Apparently not that uncommon in 1918 in this part of Yorkshire. No. Godfrey was, according to his own account, stopped dead in his tracks by what he claimed was an unidentified flying object. Godfrey said the object was a bright light in the sky, a rotating diamond-shaped vessel 20 feet high and 14 feet wide. Mm. Godfrey made a quick sketch of the object in his notebook and then grabbed his police radio to call the incident in. The line was dead. Suddenly, it disappeared in a bright flash, and Godfrey found himself sitting in his car 30 yards further down the road. Shitting in his car, more like. <laughs> I'd be shitting in my car at this point. Looking at his watch, the police were surprised to see it was 25 minutes later than it had been just moments before. Weirder still, his boot was split open, and an itchy mark had appeared on one of his feet. So we've got missing time, preceded by a sighting of UFO by a British policeman in 1980. 
So when he's staring at it, is he getting like hypnotized and then like, or they they're erasing a bit of his, you know, memory? Maybe they abducted him for that twenty-five minutes. You don't know, do you? Possibly. Mm. Well, that's the first thing that comes to mind. It It was an abduction. Missing time usually indicates an abduction. Yeah, and you're thirty feet further down from where you started from, which I think is careless. And they've stuck a little tracker in his foot, or something. Ooh. Some kind of probe of some sort in, into his yeah. foot. Done some God sort of knows medical why. experiment. Maybe that's where their penises are, and they thought they were <laughs> removing some of some human sperm. That's Maybe. just bad knowledge. But they've had, had they've had Mister Adamski for several days. I thought they'd have figured that out by now. Baffled, Godfrey returned to where he'd seen the light and discovered the road where his car had been was completely dry, despite the fact it had recently been raining. Getting out to investigate the area, he found the cows he'd been looking for in a park next to the road. They had not been there before he saw the strange object in the sky. What on earth was going on? You got a whole mixture of random crap happening. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let's not forget the radio going dead either. Is this the day or the, or the evening? It's the Five evening, in the morning, wasn't it? Yeah. Five in the morning, maybe he could have fallen asleep. 25 minutes, nodded off, dreamt the whole... But he's 30, 30 feet down the road. Oh, yeah, did no, the handbrake on? He, 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 yeah, didn't put the handbrake on. Or... He's only just got there to get these cows moved, hasn't he? He sketched the thing as well. What he said, he sketched it before he tried to call it in. That sketch exists. It is a very rough sketch because yeah. it's literally done it's in a note. diamond in the sky, isn't it? With Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> when he finally managed to report his strange encounter, Godfrey was met with scepticism and even ridicule. On the advice of a solicitor friend, he decided to see a hypnotist to get to the bottom of what he'd witnessed. Under hypnosis, Godfrey recalled that he had been blinded by the light and passed out. He told the hypnotist that when he awoke, he was in a strange room being examined by several little creatures and a tall humanoid figure with a beard. It's a beard again. He's got a beard fixation. (laughs) (laughs) Again, his claims were met with raised eyebrows and derision or derision. They made fun of him. Yeah. Several weeks after Godfrey's account had leaked to the newspapers and become an international news story, he was called into his inspector's office. There sat a man in a dark suit and tie who introduced himself as the man from the ministry. One of the men in black of the UK then. So this story's literally got an, a, a murder victim, mm-hmm. a, an alien abduction, men in black, mm. all in Yorkshire, in Britain, Makes you proud. <laughs> he had with him a file containing Godfrey's drawing of the strange craft. Godfrey wasn't allowed to see the rest of the file, but also assumed it contained an account of the evening's events, plus his report on the mysterious death of Zygmunt Adamski. The man told Godfrey that he was to swear on the official secrets act that he would not talk to anyone about what he'd seen, and Godfrey reluctantly agreed. Oh, well, he obviously broke that, broke didn't, that didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't really give two fucks later on in life. The guy was getting ridiculed. You know, he's a young... Come on, it's 1980, you're a young copper. You start having, you know, you get this, or you think this is happening to you, and you start saying stuff, you're going to get the piss taken, aren't you? Of course you are. Yeah. If you started saying something like this at work, now you'd have the piss taken out of you. I can imagine that men in black guy leaning on the table towards him saying, you know you want to keep your job, don't you? You know, a bit a 
Bit of pressure. Agent Smith in him. Yeah. Like, official secrets act. There you go. It's in your best interests. Yeah. I just want to leave I mean, there's three of us in the, You had to sign when you joined up, Claire. You're only in a bit, but... Yeah, you have to sign the, the, yeah. the documentation, don't you, to say you don't, you know, disclose yeah. what you've seen and or not seen. I felt really important when I signed that. Well, I didn't used to exist, did I? No, that's true. For a, for a, for a time, I, I didn't exist. I wasn't, wasn't anywhere. I, I was nobody... The shadows. So your fingerprints are raised. But somebody, so it's weird, isn't it? But it, it's true because you, you don't exist when you're on that submarine that never existed. Oh, right. <laughs> that never existed either. And it wasn't in the water. No, yeah. no. It's in the ship lift, having fun. <laughs> That's what happened. See, North Korea have now built a nuclear submarine. Okay. I'll give it three weeks. Till what? They try, and blow some, on board. So they try and blow someone up. <laughs> that was it sinks everyone on board. <laughs> the young policeman then encountered the man on several occasions over the next few days, and it was clear he was being followed. Eventually, Godfrey confronted the man in a local pub, telling him to bloody clear off. <laughs> the man disappeared and was never seen again. But who was he? Was he an MI5 agent sent to warn him off? That's what Godfrey believes, although another theory is the stranger was actually from West Yorkshire Police, sent to warn Godfrey off from speaking to the press in an attempt not to draw any more attention to the force, because they're already getting a considerable amount of bad publicity over the Yorkshire Ripper case. Mm. Peter Sutcliffe, six victims, I think. Maybe more, I honestly don't know. I'm getting, I think it was six. Maybe they're connected. What, the UFO? Adamski's murder? Yeah, the Yorkshire Ripper and, you know... He was murdering prostitutes, though. <laughs> and it was before that. Sorry, yeah. sex workers. He was murdering sex workers. Unless Adamski was a sex worker. Well, he did have that big bottom. <laughs> <laughs> now, despite it later transpiring that several of the police officers and a bus driver had seen strange lights on the same morning... Godfrey's claims were seen as an embarrassment to the force. He was eventually transferred to Wakefield and an attempt was made to have him sectioned. Fucking hell. Poor sod. extreme, innit? You see, this is the problem. This is why all this UFO speak is coming out nowadays. Yeah. Because different climate. 40 yeah. years ago, you were sent to the mental institution. Well, they'd they want thought, to send you to the mental institution. They'd certainly try, wouldn't they? They'll send you for anything back then. Yeah. Being pregnant out of wedlock, for fuck's sake. Not been... quite in the 80s. Well, no, ju just before that, though, that they'd send you for anything. You know, if you had, you know, disabilities, Down syndrome, you know, anything. They'd just be like, pack you off, wouldn't they, Mike? Yeah, they would, yeah. Especially women. Mm. Yeah. Honest, yeah. yeah. Been hysterical. Yeah. Oh yeah, hysterical. <laughs> She's hysterical to the mental institution with her. I like that bit in Peep Show where they're trying to get each other sectioned. <laughs> <laughs> that episode. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> PC Godfrey later claimed that he was hounded out of the police, refusing to give up, give up on his story. He also talked of the negative impact the incident had had on his family. To quote him, "I wish I'd never seen the UFO." particularly because of the effects on my children. He was later to reflect, it's not easy having a policeman as a father, but when he's a policeman who saw a UFO, it's even worse. 
Yeah, we watched a documentary last night, didn't we? Yeah. What was it called? Encounters yeah. on Netflix. And there was this kid, wasn't there, that was that's in the UFO and he'd been beat up, hadn't he? That's right. So yeah, it did happen, yeah. Well, he's getting, yeah, he's he's a figure of fun, isn't he? Oh, there's that guy who saw the UFO, he's a nutter. You're that a nutter. Yeah, yeah. They, get, they get picked on at school, don't they? PC nutter. It's bad enough your dad's the copper. Yeah. Since the two incidents in 1980, Todd Morden and other areas of West Yorkshire have become UFO hotspots. Mysterious objects have been reported for 40 years across the Pennines in the skies above Holmfirth, Rothwell, and in 2016, over the world-famous Ribblehead Viaduct, where strange lights could be seen hovering in the sky for several hours. I must admit, I've never heard of Ribblehead Viaduct, considering it's supposed to be world-famous. Not me either. Claire? Well, I've heard of it. No. I'm pretty well-travelled. Yeah, I've never I heard, of, heard it. of it. Mind you, West Yorkshire's not a place I try to spend any time. Never never been to Yorkshire. Stay off the moors. <laughs> There's my advice. Mm, unless you want to get... Stay off the moors on a full moon, yeah. laddie. <laughs> and then don't go to London afterwards. Yeah. A mere year after Godfrey's experience, Todd Morden local, Vicky Dinsdale was out walking her dog with her grandfather when they saw a long, thin, diamond-shaped object that kept changing colour. Vicky's grandfather, a former sergeant in the army, told the young girl to keep what they saw to themselves, mindful of the ridicule visited on Godfrey. So, is there an explanation for what happened to Zygmunt Adamski and PC Godfrey, or indeed for the numerous incidents that have appeared in the four decades since? Yeah, probably for most, yeah. Aliens. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I'm with Pete. Aliens. Ball lightning, Zygmunt Adamski for me. Oh, I knew you'd go for ball lightning. <laughs> See, I, so, you know, I, when I saw that ball lightning, I inwardly groaned. <laughs> so what, ball lightning, then he was just robbed. Yep. And okay. his thieves rubbed a strange ointment on his neck. No, they all jizzed all over him. <laughs> but they'd know if it was jizz, surely. They're forensic. He's a forensic. He's, he's worked rape cases. He knows what jizz looks like. Jizz, definitely jizz. <laughs> Do you think he's sucking his finger? Yeah. <laughs> Claire, what do you think? I think he's seen it. I think he's, you know, if he's drawn a picture of it as well. Oh, but it must be true though. He's drawn a bloody picture. Well, he was there for the cows, wasn't he? For <laughs> sake. Well, yeah. that was nowadays smartphone. So, <laughs> yeah. He didn't have anything else to do. He's got his little, you know, sketchbook or his little pad out, his police pad, and he was there for the cows. He's not just going to stop and draw something like that if, if, if it wasn't, you know, worth drawing. Well, like I said, maybe he fell asleep and he dreamt it. And it seemed real to him. Hey, did he draw the thing then? How was his boot torn? Yeah, why has he got an itchy foot? Sleepwalking. <laughs> quite hard <laughs> quite hard to tear a policeman's boot yeah yeah he only started shift at six o'clock I mean four o'clock or whatever it's early in the morning isn't it yeah yeah it I, don't know, not, I, I don't say that I believe that but I'm just trying to I'm trying to be yeah. devil's advocate here and trying to put something another point of view across I don't like avocados myself <laughs> <laughs> Is it the devil's avocados? The devil's avocados. Well, despite many people attempting to get to the bottom of this intriguing mystery, I'm also going to add compelling. 
See, I think it was Bigfoot. That's my opinion. No one's ever managed to come up with a definitive answer. In the case of Adamski, the state of his clothes, his cropped hair, one day of beard growth and the strange burn still baffle people to this day. And it's baffled us. We've all been groping around for an answer to it and none of us can actually say that that is... Yeah, that fits that, exactly. I just can't see the, t- the copper turning up and just going, well, let's have a quick nap before I de- deal with these cows. <laughs> and just draw this spaceship in my pad. Yeah. You can't see a copper wanting to have a nap while it's on duty. He's also... Been, <laughs> then we got the hypnosis, that's to overgloss the hypnosis. He went, you know, he's, he was abducted, apparently. The dream was that vivid and he believed it. Then he'd be recalling that, wouldn't he? Yeah, but he didn't know the dream until he was... Yeah. It's not like he'd said that beforehand. He was obviously abducted by aliens then, wasn't he? Yes, Yes. clearly! (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Mike's off the fence, people! (laughs) No, pushed off the fence. (laughs) Mike's been pushed off the fence. (laughs) I'm not going to rule it out. It's possible, especially in the light of all the revelations we've had recently. It's as likely as Bigfoot, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> I told you they're missing he's missing the gaping asshole. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's the final fucking piece of the puzzle just been a bukkake party <laughs> again they're going to know it's jizz alien bukkake <laughs> oh alien bu- well true alien bukkake yeah give you some green slime I, I think this fits in with the probing era as well. It is in the probing era. You're absolutely right. It's a golden age of probing, 1980. Yeah, so from the, the you know, there is to, to like the 80s of the probing area, and after that, yeah, now they're just allowed to just look at us from afar. They've put sort of prime directive round our, our whole earth and said, let's not go anywhere near them until they're a bit more advanced. And then you got like the zoo. That's the zoo theory, isn't it? Yeah. The alien zoo theory. Well, apparently Todd Morden is known as UFO Alley. Oh. According to Godfrey. Let's go there. Yeah. Now, as for Godfrey's account, we do just have his word to go on. But if he's making it up, it's become to his own personal detriment. He's lost his job, a lot of credibility, and become a figure of ridicule to many. He also lost his family in his home and slid into alcoholism. Oh, man. Despite all this, he still swears that something out of the ordinary happened to him that night. And then plus there's a small matter that he wasn't the only one who reported strange goings on that morning. Mm. This was a nuts and bolts craft, not a trick of the mind Godfrey told an audience in Halifax back in 2014. I have never seen anything like it, and I'd swear on the Bible it was from somewhere else. These things have been so many times above Todd, Todd Morden... They call the area UFO Alley. Now, did aliens have something to do with the death of a 56-year-old miner and ruin the life of a young police officer in a small Yorkshire market town in 1980? And the answer is we'll never know. And for sceptics, of course, alien abduction, load of nonsense. You know, and of course there's them as us who are firmly behind the alien idea, you know. <laughs> All four of us at once. If he's totally believing it, you know, shame on the the police force for sacking yeah, him and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. You know, it was a sign of the times, wasn't it? Yeah. It'd mm. probably be more believed now, or I think they'd show more compassion or whatever. But in them days, it was like well, we'd, be, ask, we'd like. be asking for body cam footage now, wouldn't we? <laughs> well, yeah, that's very true. There would be back then. Yeah, they, they, didn't, they didn't want it in their force, did they? They didn't want the 
Controversy. No, I don't. It was even a possibly. Did you have a tiny little camera on your th- jacket in 1980? Of course not. You'd have to be walking around with a BBC <laughs> camera with a video tape in it. <laughs> I think him coming out and saying all that in 1980s Britain as a member of the police force, I think he is literally just going to ruin his life, which obviously happened. Yep. He, he, he obviously believes it, and I believe that he believes it. I was going to say, he obviously believed it with enough conviction in himself that he believed it to be true 100% to ruin his own life over it. Yeah. Which does give it a lot more gravity, doesn't it? Because why would a young policeman ruin his career like that? Mm. That's it. It's young bloke with a family, career. To make up a tale, yeah, exactly. Why risk all that? Claire? Oh, I think he's still alive now. I don't actually know, to be fair. Well, he made this thing in 2014 and spoke to that audience didn't he in 2014 he said he'd swear in a bible so we know he was alive in 2014 yeah it hasn't said that he's dead no it hasn't that's what I was going to say sitting there with his scotch going I saw him I saw him well he's only 60 odd yeah I know so he's not he's not super old now is he 70 maybe yeah tops I'd imagine there's an interesting postscript to this the murder victim's name, Adamski, is also the name of another famous UFO contactee from the 50s, George Adamski, mm. who was head of the contactees, people who believe that they had regular contact with aliens. Maybe the name of the pop artist in the early 90s that did that song called Killer. I don't remember Killer that. Killer by Adamski? No. Wow. It's a big hit at the time. Probably recognise it if we heard it. Yeah, probably. The yeah. name. We're all old enough now, sadly. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. Whatever, whatever happened to him, it was a shame, wasn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. More of a shame that it was never known what happened to him. Isn't that just a bit weird, though, that the, you've got a potential UFO murder with the name has the same name as a famous contactee from the, maybe from the he, 50s maybe they I think he was thought, mistaken identity maybe, maybe they thought he was part of him and killed him maybe they thought he was him and they yeah. killed him because he knew too much but he knew nothing because it wasn't him exactly or it was him and he changed his identity so for once we're all in agreement it was aliens well technically I was on the fence so you were pushed off it yeah we pushed <laughs> you off we all strong armed you off it I'm afraid I do think the first one was probably ball lightning. <laughs> Not moving me off that one. We're all in agreement for once, since we're all in some kind of agreement. Three. On an alien episode. Usually it's me and Claire fighting the corner. Ben looks so happy right now. I am. It's hilarious. I'm beaming. His, his, his grin is literally ear to ear. It is. It's like, yes, I've finally got him on one. And for some reason it wasn't Kelly Hopkins' film. Fucked up facts then? Yeah. yeah. Alright. Theme tune please. Facts, facts, fucked up facts, facts. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fucked up facts. Go for it, Mike. Guinness has a world record for the most successful chimpanzee on Wall Street. Not Donald Trump. I know he invested in Guinness. <laughs> Hold on. The Guinness Book of World Records. Yes. World record for what? The most successful chimpanzee on Wall Street. Okay. No yeah. The chimp chose stocks by throwing darts at a list of companies, and in 1999 she was briefly the 22nd most successful banker in the USA. 
Tells you all you need to know about banking, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, man, I must have done that myself. <laughs> Who Tell took this chimp along? There's so what. many questions thrown up here, <laughs> isn't it? There are. And was it darts or was it feces? <laughs> sure, it's darts. Are you sure? It's a chimp. They do a lot of shit in their hand and throw it. You can't tell at least one such chimp through feces. I wish it was feces because that would have made it even better, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it would have made That's generally a nice most, picture, that. Isn't that what most of the stockbrokers do anyway? Just gambling, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but like throw shit around the place. Mm. Like, like a like, bunch it? of chimps, aren't they? Yeah. I don't know, but if a fucking chimp can do it, that's it. I'm starting. <laughs> England's first swimming manual, written in 18. Sorry, 1587. Wow. Also showed how to cut your toenails in the water. Oh, right. Presumably because... There's a picture. Why why would you want to do that? (laughs) I'm more supple, aren't they? But it looks like he's going to cut his own leg off in the picture, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. What, is this not my toe? Oh, Oh, it's my knee? Oh, you thought it was my toe? Shit. Mind you, they'd only, only have a bath every fucking... every once in a while, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah, back then, yeah. So you'd, river. Do, you'd do everything at once, wouldn't you? I'd, no, I'd still do that when I got out, surely. Mm, got a little bit dry, and then, you know... Yep. Times change. What a fucked up fact. Yes. <laughs> Cow patty bingo. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that. Have you? Yeah, K-Pat bingo. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have a big bingo square grid. In the field. On the field, and you let a couple of cows on it, and whichever one shits on the number first, is that, yeah, yeah. that's how you do it. It's big in the Midwest. Of course it is. <laughs> in America? Yeah. No, not the Midwest of England. <laughs> that's us. <laughs> Do we have to... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never been to a K-Pat bingo game. So how long would the game last? A couple of days. Well, the, well you get a few cows out, don't you, at that point. First fair, couple out. Cows poop quite a they lot. They do poop a lot, so first couple out, you know, they shit. Next one's in. Yeah, yeah. It's a rotation of cows, I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Let's set up a game. I'd do it. Does anyone know what Wikipedia's six million six hundred and sixty-six thousand six hundred and sixty-sixth article is about? Satan, Satan, Satan. <laughs> yeah, Satan Con. Sweet. No way, <laughs> Hail him. And Poland is changing the name of its bus route six 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 to hell. Oh man, that was an old called, weird news article. Yeah, there's a place called Hell, spelled H E L. And the bus that goes there was 666. Oh. But they've changed it to 669 now. Oh. So some religious conservatives complained it was spreading Satanism. Yeah, they would do. Poland's quite a Christian conservative country. Someone's always got a complaint. They have, haven't they? Why not have a bit of fun with it? Oh. Fucking hell. I don't think them holy people have much fun. They no. ruin everything, don't they? Yeah. Can't have orgies anymore. Can't dance naked during the fire worship and a statue. Sports, sports. According to legend, the Persian king Cambyses the second. No, not heard of him. The knowledge of the Persian Empire isn't that great, to be fair, Mike. I only know the big boys. Well, he had his men carry cats into the battle of Pelusium against the ancient Egyptians. 
Interesting. Since the Egyptians were revered Katsuhara, they fled rather than fight. Yeah, clever. I like it. Yeah. And they pretty much, if the soldier got parried with a cat, they, it might scratch the Egyptian. Well, the Egyptians like worship them. They do, so they wouldn't hurt them. They won't, they're yeah. going to try and fight them, are they? Just fucking chew off. I'm trying to have a battle here. Are they carrying them? No. They got them in their arms, probably, mm. or held out in their hands. Yeah, <laughs> with little shields on, <laughs> holding oh, up the shields. I want to see a cat strapped to the shield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just a just a, a cat strapped to the, someone's yeah, arm. Yeah. I tell you what, though, like you try shield. you try strapping a cat to a shield <laughs> and let me know you get on. You're better off just carrying it. <laughs> They were right. <laughs> they weren't dumb, the ancient people. They knew what the cats would do if you were to strap it to a shield. Yeah. <laughs> I was dumb fucking this, so I tried to strap it to a shield. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get all, all those scratches? How'd you get all those scratches all over your face and your arms? <laughs> Don't touch. I was wounded in battle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with the cat. <laughs> Change of plan, guys. We're just going to carry, carry them in. Why, why is that, Sergeant? Where'd you get all them scratches from? I an eye missing. <laughs> you, got, you got an eye patch and a scratch to shit face. No reason. Just carry on. The cat The cat sat in his arms, just licking, licking, his, licking his paw, like, yeah. purring away. Bit, bit, little bits of blood left on his white whiskers. At this point, the cat's the fucking centurion. It's got a little... It's got a little helmet with a horse hair blue on it. <laughs> it's giving the orders. <laughs> During the 1882 cricket match between England and Australia at the Oval. 1882, yeah. so we're still talking, what, like... Fucking long time ago. Six months to fucking Australia or something like that. Yep. Probably, by ship. Yep. Wow. One spectator was so nervous... He chewed the end of his umbrella off. Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking jaws or something. Wow. And they say the Brits have got bad teeth. Yeah. Probably because we're all chewing the ends of our umbrellas off. Is it metal? Of course I it won't doubt be. it. It'd be wood, wouldn't it? I'm having pine off me, mate. Yeah, yeah. Parasol type thing going. Yeah. It'd have been a pine. It'd have been a very light wood, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have been. Something we've pilfered from the Empire, anyway. Some kind of really light cork, probably. Oh, why can't I think what I'm, what I'm trying to think of? Bamboo. Bamboo, Probably yeah. bamboo. bamboo, that's what yeah. I was trying to think. When I said pine, I had bamboo in my head, but the word pine came out. <laughs> think you might have some issues. I think I have. I've got some issues. Because then I thought to myself, no, that's not what I wanted. No, no. <laughs> bamboo. <laughs> yeah. And you can understand how that could be chewed as well. But still... Splinters. Yeah, my 18th century umbrellas, chewing them. Mm. Mind you, it's, it's fucking hell, would have been a big game. I'd imagine England won. <laughs> wouldn't have, you couldn't have allowed the, the the Australians to beat us at that point, couldn't they? Convicts at that point. Sounds <laughs> like the great escape. Escape to victory. That's escape, yeah. Oh, the, <laughs> the Irish name for jellyfish translates as seal snot. Does it? Yeah. Cool. So what is it? How'd you say Are you going to say the Irish name? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Smogali Rowan. Mm. So that's Gaelic for jellyfish. Seal snot. Mm. Interesting. Mm. 
Sounds almost elven-like, doesn't it? It does sound like Lord of the Rings, he doesn't mm, it? Yeah, definitely. So is. Gaelic, I think elven was probably derived from Gaelic. Yeah. They're both fucking impossible to learn, so I'm guessing so. How many more have we got? Well, we'll finish this one if you want. If you were caught cheating at the ancient Olympics, you were fined enough to fund a statue of Zeus at the entrance of the stadium. Makes sense. And your name was carved at the base, forever identifying you as corrupt. Ha! Don't cheat then. You took some performance enhancing mushrooms. I'm guessing they didn't do much cheating in them days then, really. They could have had like. Wasn't really put performance enhancing drugs back then, was it? No, I'm joking. Performance enhancing mushrooms, I was joking. (laughs) What could you have done to cheat? I guess you might have tried to bribe a judge. You could have took your opponent, bribed your opponent. Yeah. Yeah, any number of things. To, to throw the game, yeah, yeah. You could have used maybe like a lighter javelin than your others, but it was tricked out to look like a heavier one. I or, don't know. Or vice versa. Yeah. So you could have cheated. Uh, the, you know, Sparta used to win most of the events anyway. Not surprising. No, he's built a nation of supermen. Yeah. <laughs> right, and on that note, I think we'll end the show. I've been Ben. Thank you very much for listening. Don't join the baby. Don't join the call. Join us next time. Oh, then Mike, thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. I've been Pete. Everyone have a nice week. Take care.